Good morning. Good morning. We are so glad that you have joined us for worship. We call upon our God and we call upon God's people to join us in worship and praise. We are so thankful to be here this day as we are all called to worship. Let us pray, gracious and holy God, we thank you and honor you. We ask Holy Spirit for you to be with us this day. We love you. We pray these prayers in the mighty name of Jesus, our friend, King, and Lord. Amen and amen. Jocia Williams will give us the welcome. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Jocia Williams. We welcome you all, and we are so glad that you are here. If you're a first-time guest, we want to especially welcome you. New Life at Calvary, let's give our first-time guests a welcome clap. We are so thankful for everyone that is joining us on Graduation Sunday, Promotion Sunday, and Youth Sunday. Thank you for those that are joining us on Facebook and on our church app. We are so glad that you're joining us online and in person. Go ahead and let us know that you are here by sharing a hello in the chat. We thank you again for being here. Naya Wallau, lead us in prayer. We are now going to sing the praise songs, Won't He Do It and Never Lost. Stand if you're able. Try to break me, try to take me out, but I got Jesus on my side. Feel so bad, I thought I would die. But ain't no power stronger than the one I came and laid down his life. And I got mountains to climb. But the enemy can't stop me, cause there's a calling on my life. So when I'm tired, don't last too long. Cause he is gonna step in and make it alright. Won't he do it? He said he would. Fight your battles for you, they gon' want Save me from my weaknesses Cause you're always on time Come and get 
He said he would Fight your battles for you They gon' wonder how you sleep at night Oh, he do it Oh, yes, he will Anybody tell you something different You know that's a lie You gon' look back and be so amazed How it turned out, it's only his grace Won't he do it? He said he would So I trust him at all times You see what the enemy has planned for my downfall you fast and hard There's only one that can come and make it right So ain't no need for stressing and crying Cause he gon' show it up just like he did the last time In the last time In the last time I know, I know, I know, I know. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? He said he will Write your battles for you They gon' wonder how you sleep at night Won't he do it? Oh yes he will
lost a battle. Never lost a battle. You never lost a battle. Never lost a battle. You never lost a battle. You never will. You never will. You never lost a battle. You never lost a battle. 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 You never will. You never will. You never lost a battle. Never lost a battle. Good morning, my name is Dylan, and the Old Testament reading comes from Psalms 18:28. My God keeps my lamp burning, my God turns my darkness into light. My name is Joaquin. The New Testament comes from, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. That was Matthew five sixteen. And now we'll have our nursery come up.
we forgot the purpose statement? Who's doing the purpose? Not the oh. Good morning. My name is Naya, and I'm going to be doing the first prayer. Let us bow our heads as we enter into prayer time. God of wisdom and love, source of all good, send your spirit to teach us your truth and guide our actions in your way of peace. Gracious God, you call your children to walk in the light of Christ. Free us from the darkness and keep us in the radiance of your truth. We are poor sinners and stand under your righteous judgment. With all our heart, we thank you for taking all our guilt from us and laying it on your dear son, Christ Jesus. Sustain us in faith and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that we may live accordingly to your will and neighborly love, service, and hopefulness, and not give away to wrath or revenge, that we may not incur your wrath. By your son, you promised us the forgiveness of sins, righteousness, and eternal life. By your Holy Spirit, lead and awaken our hearts, that we daily pray for all hope and all afflictions, seek to be near him, and believe in the promise of his word, obtain what we pray for. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise God, saints. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord on you Sunday. Amen. We just going to backtrack a little bit in our program. We got a little off, so we're going to get back going. We got that prayer. We're going to do the church purpose, then the baptism. Then we're going to go to the nursery choir selection, okay? Praise God. The church purpose statement. In response to God's, oh, please rise if you're able. (laughs) Oh, my name is Jamal Wilson, and I will recite the church purpose. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offering to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Baptism. Praise God. And the life of the church, God gives us the opportunity to bring children to him. Amen. 
And last week we baptized two babies, and this week we get to baptize a young little boy. His name is Andre Brooks Jr., and we're going to invite Andre, his grandmother Cindy, his family that are here with him, our elders to come on up so that we can receive one of God's own into the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. If our elders can come on up to... So this is Andre. This is Andre. We all know his grandmother, Cindy Craig Fry. Praise God. And he is here to declare what he believes. So turn around. Thank you. Hear the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and, lo, I am with you always to the close of the age, obeying the word of our Lord Jesus and sure of his presence with us. We baptize those whom he has called his own. And Jesus Christ, God promises to forgive our sins and has joined us together in the family of faith, which is his church. He has delivered us from darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. And Jesus Christ, God has promised to be our father and to welcome us as brothers and sisters of Christ. Know that the promises of God are for you. By baptism, God puts his sign on you to show that you belong to him and gives you Holy Spirit as a guarantee that sharing Christ's reconciliation work, you will also share his victory that dying with Christ to sin, you will be raised with him to new life. In presenting yourself for baptism and in presenting your child for baptism, you announce your faith in Jesus Christ and show that you want your child to study him, know him, love him, and serve him as his chosen disciple. Who is your Lord and Savior? Jesus Christ. Do you trust him? Yes. Do you intend to be his disciple to obey his word and show his love? Yes. Will you be a faithful member of this congregation, giving of yourself in every way? And will you seek the fellowship of the church wherever you may be? Yes. Our Lord Jesus Christ ordered us to teach those who are baptized. Do you, the people of this church, promise to tell this new young disciple the good news of the gospel to help him to grow and help him to know all that Christ commands of him by your fellowship to strengthen his family ties in the household of God? 
eager. Let us pray. God, our Father, we thank you for your faithfulness promised in this sacrament and for the hope we have in your Son, Jesus. As we baptize with water, baptize us with your Holy Spirit so that what we say may be your word and what we do may be your work. By your power, may we be made one with Christ our Lord in common faith and purpose. Amen. Amen. All right, scooch over here close to me. What is your full name? Andre Andre Brooks, wait, Andre Roger Levy Brooks Jr. <laughs> Andre Levy Rogers Brooks Jr. I now baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Andre, you are now a disciple of Jesus Christ. He has commissioned you live in his love and serve him. Be filled with gratitude and let the message of Christ dwell among you in all this richness. Whatever you are doing, whether you speak or act, do everything in the name of our Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen and amen. Let's all welcome Andre to the family of God. <laughs> Elders, if you all would give him the right hand of fellowship. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Since we've already been blessed with our scripture reading, we can now be blessed by our nursery choir. And they're going to be singing, he has the whole world in his hands, and a song called, I Promise. Amen? the whole world in his hands he's got 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 the mommies and the daddies 
brothers in his hands he's got the sisters and the brothers in his hands he's got the whole world in his hands Our next song is I Am a Promise. Okay, let's say it, say it nice and loud, okay? We ready? Yes, you can, baby. I am a promise. That's right, okay. Ready? One, two, three. I, I am a promise. I, I am, am a promise. I am a promise. I want to I am a promise. Bumble up. And I will tell. Oh, yeah. And I am learning. And I'm boys. And I am trying to get our toys. Because I'm a person to be. Thank you. Say thank you. This was. Good morning, everyone. My name is Derek. Do anyone know what time it is? It's offering time. Let us say hallelujah. As our ushers come forward, let us prepare our hearts and minds to give our tithes and offerings. Today is the fourth Sunday, and our special offering goes to support our ministry. Let us pray for our tithes and offerings. Gracious God. We thank you so much for the gift that you give us. We ask that you bless these tithes and offerings for the use in your kingdom. We honor you and praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. For those online, we have several ways for you to give. You can go online and make your account at nlac.tv. For those that you cash up, our cash tag is dollar sign to NLAC. And for those that mail in or drop off your offerings, our address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103.
Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our young people are, do, are doing an awesome job. Amen. Saints, I want you to know that we broke the bank to get our speakers today. They flew in from far and wide, and we had to pay them an awesome amount of money just to be here to help us today. <laughs> but no, I do truly want to welcome and share with you a little bit about our speakers, and they will share more about themselves as they come forward. But I want you to look in your program, and you will see that we have speaking on our behalf today. Marcelo A. Chapman, Trinity Sullivan, and Bessie Smith. And each of them represent different levels of our education. Marcelo is our high school graduate, Trinity is our college graduate, and Bessie is our graduate school graduate, amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. And all of them have been part of the church for most of their lives, especially for Marcelo and Trinity, all of their lives, and Bessie for Oh, I couldn't even know the number of years, Bessie, how long you've been with us. But we are so grateful for each of them. If you look in the program, you will see Bessie Smith was part of University of Phoenix, and she has earned her Master's of Clinical and Mental Health Counseling. And she is already a teacher and an educator, and she has been working with our children for many years, and she has made a mighty difference. Here at New Life at Calvary, you probably would know Bessie is part of the Women's Association and just about any other thing you ask her to do, she's a part of. And so we want to make sure to celebrate with Bessie today and her family. Bessie is married to Michael Smith, amen, and her daughters are Janae and Jennifer Smith. We also can see in the program Trinity Sullivan. She is a graduate of the Notre Dame College of Ohio, amen, that is my baby girl and she has earned her bachelor's degree in psychology and she earned awards of being on the dean's list and a trio scholar and a black student unit union scholar career scholar uh, as well and she has been accepted into john carroll university where she will be working on her masters of arts in clinical mental health trini has also recently got a real first-time job y'all <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> she just started working at the Galvin Therapy Center, and she is working as a full-time behavior technician, and she will be going to school and working at the same time. And I just always like to praise God. Trinity graduated college debt-free, amen. Debt-free. 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 <laughs> we also want to welcome our first speaker today, Marcelo Chapman. Marcelo, I always remember, if you all remember Evelyn Davis, Miss Evelyn, she would tell the story about Marcelo in the nursery. She loved having Marcelo in the nursery. He was born into this church. His mother, Carrie Chapman, brought him in the womb in this building, amen. And she, he has been a part of our congregation since the very beginning. His grandparents are Ruth and Carl Yarborough. You all know Ruth is our church secretary and pretty much everything around here <laughs> she, and we uh, can see in the bulletin that Marcelo graduated from Benedictine High School he graduated summa cum laude amen <laughs> he has a 4.2 GPA he is yes <laughs> he is uh, prof he has proficiency awards in anatomy and physiology a proficiency award in French he was a part of the chess club, the ultimate frisbee, 
Uh, he was a varsity baseball player, and then COVID happened, but he's still good at baseball. He has been accepted to the University of Northern Texas. Yes, hallelujah. He is going to join his brother, McKellen, Texas, and he will be studying psychology. Help me welcome Marcelo Chapman as our first speaker. Good morning. My name is Marcelo Chapman, and I am a recent graduate of Benedictine High School. I plan to attend the University of North Texas in the fall. I've been a part of this church since I was a baby. I've grown up and spent a lot of time here during my years. I've been a part of the youth choir, summer camps, teen group, and I am also a volunteer. I am blessed to be able to say that this church has been a part of my journey. Before we continue, let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for allowing us to be here today. Thank you for everyone here today. I pray that you help, the, help them receive this message and it touches the hearts of your people. We pray that you would help us grow closer to you. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, so when I graduated eighth grade, people always told me that high school would be much different. Luckily, I noticed, I, I, I prepared myself as much as I could for the four-year journey called high school. When I got there, I immediately noticed that people believed it, behaved in a stereotypical way. Some of the stereotypes that I noticed were misbehaving to gain popularity, drinking, smoking, and I can leave the rest up to your imagination. Overall, they just did everything that they were taught not to do. Their behavior was the opposite of truth, which is why our theme is living in truth. I recognize this behavior, and I also recognize that that's something that I did not want to be a part of. I knew that I didn't want to be a normal high school student. So instead of being the stereotypical high school student, I said no to the parties. I stayed up late night studying. I went to class even when I really didn't want to. It was difficult at times, but I knew and in the end it would be worth it. I was able to graduate high school with a 2.5 GPA. I would not have been able to achieve that living a normal high school life. It was God helping me to walk with him in the truth. Over my four years of high school, I had a lot of interesting experiences. Some were good, some were bad. It's not high school if something doesn't go wrong. But one of the best experiences I had was a retreat I went on. This retreat was called the Mountain of God Retreat. When I first heard about the retreat, I wasn't sure I wanted to go. It was in the middle of nowhere. We couldn't have our phones. It was just didn't, it didn't seem right to me. But I'm glad I did go. On this retreat, we had five people speak to us and give us their life stories. Each person had their struggle, but remained strong by leaning on the people God placed in their lives. 
On this retreat, they referred to those people in their lives as angels. Listening to those speakers give their testimonies made me think about the angels in my life. High school was difficult because I chose to take honors classes, and sometimes I would forget why I even decided to take them. It would be a lot of work, or I would just be lazy. (laughs) But these angels in my life kept me on track. Sometimes it would be somebody from my church family just telling me how proud of me they are and telling me to keep going and continue to do what I was doing. Sometimes it will be a friend staying up with me to help me study, even when I didn't want to. But this retreat especially helped me realize the importance of family. My family is the best group of angels that I could ever ask for. My grandparents pushing me when I didn't want to do work, making sure that I continued to do well. (laughs) My mother encouraging me to go to school. You guys wouldn't believe how many times I asked to get called off and she said no. But those moments really helped me achieve what I have achieved. But my one true angel, as much as I hate to admit it, is my brother. Everyone who knows me knows that I hate losing, especially to my brother. And I think he knows this, which is why he used this competitive spirit of mine. He kind of used it against me in encouraging me to do well in school. He would, I would call him and tell him, you know, hey, I got an A on this test. And he'd be like, well, I got an A plus. And <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, I, I'm like, no, I can't lose to him. So now I have to go get an A plus. And that competition really helped me throughout high school because it made me want to be better and do better. And that goes along with our scripture, Psalms 1828. These angels in my life were a light to me. Even when I couldn't find my way or I felt like I couldn't keep going, they were that light that helped me keep going. So... My message to you is about the angels. How can you find or identify your angels? You need angels in your life because these people help you live in truth. And you can't do it by yourself. You need these angels with you. You can find these angels by being vulnerable. Something that I had to learn to do. Allow people to help you. And also, if you go to them for help, make sure you go to the people who will not make you feel bad, who will encourage you and help you get to where you want to be and where you need to be. 
and the most important is trust God. God's not an angel, but he is our ultimate helper. We wouldn't have these angels in our life without God. He sends people. He sent his only son for us. So he will send people to you to help you. So don't give up. Keep working hard. Keep trying to be the best you you can be. Thank you. everyone. Um, I would like to say happy graduation promotion Sunday to all the graduates and the promotees. My name is Trinity Sullivan. Um, I graduated from Notre Dame College in May. I had uh, received my bachelor's degree in psychology. <laughs> and um, I went to Notre Dame for two years because I was able to uh, get college credits while I was in high school. So I didn't have to do all four years, which was great. <laughs> because two years seemed like it was long enough. Um, it really is a blessing for me to be able to speak to you all today after graduating. Um, I'm so thankful for everything that has led me to be here today, and I'm happy to be able to speak with you all on behalf of the college graduates, but before we begin, let's pray. Dear God, I would like to thank you for this opportunity for us to gather today to celebrate our youth, our graduates, and our promotees. May the messages brought you today by everyone speak inspiration and light into the hearts and minds of our youth and may your will and plan and purpose be done through this message in your name I pray amen all right so let's just jump right in in our scripture today uh, we read Psalm 18:28 and Matthew 5:16. these scriptures both highlighted our theme for today which is glow God loves our worship and when reading these scriptures to prepare for today, uh, the part that stuck with me the most was Matthew 5.13, which states, you are the light of the world. And I just really felt like that sounds like an honor for God to call us the light of the world. Um, for God to be calling us that, at times, you know, it's very hard to really truly believe that we are God's pride and joy. As a student, things can get really tough really quick. You're going through a week of school, you know, first of all, you don't have a lot of money. You're hungry. The calf closes at like 6 p.m. And it's just, you know, there's many things that you're worried and stressed about. You're, you're doing sports. You're trying to work. You're in class. You're just really trying to keep things together. And it can be tough. It can feel like, you know, you aren't God's pride and joy at times. It can be very, very easy to become burnt out. And in college, you can be surrounded and influenced by so many different people. But, the, but at the end of the day, which is kind of the scary part sometimes, you get to make your own decisions. You get to decide what you want to major in. You get to decide when you go to class, if you want to do the work, which is very, very scary at times because you have to be consistent and you have to want to do the work. Um, my biggest fear as, you know, the adulting world approaches, is definitely scheduling my own doctor's appointments. That is what I hate the most about, you know, turning 18 and having to do these things because most of the time I will ignore the messages. I don't want to go to the doctor's office. I don't want them to tell me that I'm sick. 
I don't want them to tell me to take my vitamins. I just want to ignore it all. <laughs> but um, it was very, it was a very hard transition to transition into having your parents help you with things and then just having to make some of your own decisions. Um, and through that, I've learned that I don't want to be an adult, <laughs> but it is something that we all have to do. You have to pay your own bills. You have to go to doctor's appointments by yourself. You have to even pick up the prescription yourself. You have to go to work every day. You have to earn your own money. It is very hard to grow up. But the truth is, it's something that we all have to go through. And um, it's something that we all can do. Remembering that we are loved, chosen, and highly favored by God is really important in that growing up process. One of our themes today is lit, living in truth. And then our second theme today is glow. God loves our worship. And there are so many different ways that you can live in God's truth and that you could worship God. Some of the ways that I thought of were reading the Bible, showing love to others, showing compassion towards one another, helping one another understand God's word. And there are also many different ways that we can worship. We can worship by singing and dancing, reading the Bible, going to church, tithing, loving others, and loving yourself. These are all ways that we show love to God. And God will always respond with overwhelming and never-ending love for us. Going to school, it was very hard, and it felt like at times that I wasn't getting to fully experience God. Like we all do, I would make excuses. I would say, I'm busy, I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I have an exam, I have practice, and the list just keeps going. But there are other ways you can show your worship and shine your light outside of church. One of my favorite things to do was just go on a walk and just really take in the nature and the great things that God has really created. Treating one person that may feel like they don't deserve it, treating them well is another way that we can show God's worship because that's what God would do. Even in, co in situations in college where you have that one professor that just seems like they don't want to give you the grade that you deserve, or when your roommate just keeps eating your food. It can be very, very hard to show love and compassion to that other person, but it's something that God would want us to do, so that's what we should try to do. And it is very easy to forget that your light shines bright even when things aren't going right. When you fail an exam, or when you don't quite understand the material, or when you're just having a bad day, or when you don't really enjoy your job at the moment, your light still shines, and God still loves you. Your light can always shine through God in any way, whether it's journaling, listening to music, and any other things that you can think of. This blessing that we receive from God is unconditional and can be shown in many, many ways, as I have listed. So when the road seems tough, or when life seems like it's not going your way, or when you have to schedule your own doctor's appointment, remember that God says that you are the light of his world. So stay inspired and really just be confident and remember that you're God's light. Amen. Good morning. I'm Bessie Smith. I'm bringing it home, so to speak. <laughs> All right, let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, help me to share words of wisdom for those that may need it. Help us to get through this day with, uh, for the promotions, the graduations, and let them know that this is, not, this is just the beginning. And you're, you're doing this for, they're doing this for you. Amen. All right. Breathe. When Pastor Kelly first said, um, asked me to do this, my thought was, oh, I ain't doing that. <laughs> then it was like, you know what? One of the things that I've been doing is trying to step out of my comfort zone. Because one of the things I know is that I can't succeed until I step out of that. Because once you get comfortable, you don't, you don't progress. So I'm up here today. <laughs> All right. The other thing that she said to me um, the other day was that, you know, generally speaking for sermons, it's supposed to be 45 minutes. I said, okay, yeah, no problem. Well, I said, it's three of us, right? Well, yeah, it's three of you. Well, then what's funny, and yeah, I was timing y'all. <laughs> All right. I got to do more than 10 minutes now. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> All right. The theme is says living in truth. Now, for me, when I, I say living in truth, is living in God's truth, living in your truth, but your truth should be God's truth. So this, I'm going to talk a little bit about a, a whole lot of things in my, my road to getting here. Sometimes you don't realize your truth or your calling or, uh, or call immediately. Sometimes your calling changes. You just have to be ready to step up. You just have to be ready to step up and meet the challenge. Because if what God says do this, this is what you got to do. So for some, that's easy. Some they know from, from the womb. They know what they want to do. I, I can applaud those people because they know. They, they, they know they got a plan and they get, they're working it out. I wasn't one of those. Um, some people know from elementary school. Some people know from high school. Some people know from college. Well, initially, I wasn't one of those either. So <laughs> it has changed. The other thing is understanding that your truth can change over time. Um, one of the things that I can say for myself early on, I did learn. For myself, I knew that my, my truth was in helping others, primarily children. Years and years ago, we'll talk about that in a minute, I actually got into special education. I, got, I wanted special ed because it was one of those things where it looked like those kids needed a little bit more support, and I felt like I could give that for them. And that was something, and over time, I think that's what I did. I gave that to them, that little support that they needed so that they could be successful. That was me trying to live out my truth, that being said. I've been in, I've been in education for over 20 years, and I've had the opportunity to see those, my children grow. And what's funny, and she's gone now. One of my students was here today, and you, it just made my day. It let me know that. Oh, my goodness, there's a reason for it, because it was full circle. She was sitting in here earlier today, and she was one of my first ones that I had. That knowledge is where these things, where they can help me grow and help my children be better in life. But one of the things I've always learned is that my, my being better in life deals with helping others improve in life. One thing I was told a long time ago is that teachers, leave it, is that teachers are thieves. Now, 
Let, let me explain. One of the things I was told is that as a teacher, when you say something that works for your kids, you will use it. If it's in a book and you only have one book, you will copy it and you will use it with your kids because your kids need it. Now, is that plagiarism? Maybe. But if my kids needed it, they got it. <laughs> and that being said, there's something that I, uh, I, I heard recently that kind of sums up where I feel like my part of my tr uh, living in truth uh, is right now. I heard it on the radio by uh, Erica Campbell, I believe. And I'm not sure if it was she originally said it or if it was someone that she, she, was reading, she had it for someone else. It says, rivers don't drink their own water. Trees do not eat their own fruit. The sun does not shine on itself. And flowers do not spread their fragrance for themselves. Living for others is a rule of nature. We're all born to help each other. No matter how difficult it is. Life is good when you're happy. But much better when others are happy because of you. That's what I feel like my, my purpose is right now. It changes a little bit, but that's still my purpose, is to help others. While, I'm calling, um, while my calling with others, um, I did realize it is a benefit for me, not just them. It helps me. Yes, I feel good when I'm helping people. Is that me? No, that's God. <laughs> that's God. His truth is my truth. That's what I'm doing. In order, but then I realized, as I stayed in education, in order to keep helping others, in order to keep helping others and to keep them happy, I had to continue to gain knowledge. Um, and one of the things is, is sometimes it takes a long road to get there, but you get there. You know that in order to help your kids, you know you're going to get those, those books from those teachers, you're copying, whatever. you're not stealing, you're borrowing. I'm, that's the best word, borrowing other people. You're borrowing from other people to help them do what they need. But even with that, going back to get an education, adding more knowledge to that. If my kids needed more, I had to go back and get it. It's a, one of the things I also learned is that education unlocks opportunity and empowers people to live meaningful lives. Education isn't just about advancement or personal gain. It's about advocating for others, and using your knowledge and skills and opportunities that we've been given to serve others. Getting an education is not just about solving math equations. It's about learning more about loving God and loving others. Education prepares for the plans that God has for us and using those plans to honor him. So ultimately, the goal in education is not, is not for us, it's for others. You're, just, you're learning, yes, those degrees look good. Don't get me wrong. It feels good when you get that degree. <laughs> it, it's that sense of accomplishment that you got there. But once you get it, you got to use it. That knowledge, and just because you have that piece of paper, that doesn't mean that there's no sense of knowledge out there. There is knowledge, whether you, whether, whether you go to a two-year school, a one-year school, a certification. For that matter, if, you just, if you're learning from the person sitting next to you, there's a wealth of knowledge in this room. You can learn from the person sitting next to you. You just have to be open and use it for those around you. All right. One of the main reasons I went back to school um, and quite a, and was because, I, like I said, I wanted to help my kids. 
As an educator, we often focus on academics, math, science, reading. You know, you have to. That's what school is primarily about. But so often, we miss that emotional piece for our children, and they're sorely lacking. I noticed early on that a lot of my children were not, <clears throat> were not succeeding as much as they possibly could. So that was, one of the, that was part of a catalyst. Looking back, I know that's kind of where I started to, to get to this point. One in six U.S. children age 6 to 17 experience a mental health disorder. That being said, half of all of those mental conditions, they start by age 14. ADHD, behavior problems, anxiety, depressions are the most common, common disorders of our children. Yet about half of those with mental conditions receive, don't receive any type of treatment. Undiagnosed, untreated, and inadvertently treated mental, in, inadequately, sorry, treated mental illnesses can significantly interfere a child's ability to learn, grow, and develop. Now, think about that. You have kids, they're struggling. I mean, you can give them their ABCs all day long, but they're struggling with a piece that has nothing to do with their ABCs. That's where I want to come in. That's where we, we need to work on that uh, as a whole, as a community. Our children need us, and that's, I'm, hope, I'm not going to fill the whole void, but I'm, I'm starting. And that's one of the things that I want to get back. That's part of my truth, getting back into that, helping our children. That being said, my, using this gift, I'm happy to say that I earned my master's in clinical mental health counseling at the University of Phoenix. <laughs> I can now put that LPC behind my name. <laughs> I, <laughs> I give it behind my name. I'm working with an agency that I will be working with children going through trauma and parents uh, from, well, initially from, they're doing from one to six. <laughs> That's what they're training me with. However, I'll work across the board, but I, my focus is children. I'm not going to lie, but I will work with everyone. So that's where I'm going, and I'm, that's part of my truth that I'm going to continue to work and going into right now. All right. All right, let's talk a little bit how I got here. <laughs> I got my first degree. It was a degree in psychology in 1998. Well, that being said, Pastor Kelly helped me with the math. I got my second degree in 2021. That's 23 years. It took 23 years to get there, but I got there. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> when I got my first degree, um, you know what I needed? My books. You know, you had to go to class. I had paper, notebooks, my backpack, all of that stuff. I had to, you know, I had to have all of that stuff. You know, and you showed up, and it, it took a minute. You had to sit in class, listen, raise your hand. No problem. When I got my last degree, all I needed was my phone and my laptop. <laughs> big difference, big change. That's not a bad thing, but I will tell you what I will, that it has changed things. Things have changed. Does that mean that you can't do it? No. I will tell you that. For me, it was an adjustment. I, I'm a classroom teacher. I, I firmly believe you need to be in a classroom. I've been doing it for 20 years. 
You need to be in the classroom. I firmly believe that. But I also realize that we're in a day and age where things are changing. And knowledge is still accessible. We just got to find a better way to get to it. So, yes, I had to do my degree online. But that's, that's okay. That's okay. One of the things it allowed me that time, that, it's, it, that, time, that flexibility that I didn't have because I had to work. There are, some people can, there are some people that can work and go to school full-time in a regular school setting. I applaud you. But because I had a family, I had children, and I had to work, I couldn't afford not to. This worked for me. But I didn't stop because it, it took me a little longer to get there, but I got there. <laughs> that being said, that is one of the things that I feel like people need to understand. Education, is, it, it changes and that's why you always you need to keep going back, and you need to be able to go back and look, okay, well, I need this. But the whole, whole point of it is changing so that you can help somebody else or you can help the rest of the world around you. It's not just about you getting better. Oh, I got my degree. I'm good. Well, you got your degree. Now what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to sit there and hang it on your wall? Well, that's fine. But that doesn't do much for that, that person coming behind you. They need to know. They need the help. They need the help. They need that support. Okay. Lost my spot. <laughs> oh, let's drag. Yeah, I still got a few more extra minutes, so I can add a few seconds in there. Okay, all right. Uh, oh, I was trying to reliable. Old school is reliable but they're not always convenient. Online learning is ease of access and time and place. That's where we need to go. Use it. It's there. It's available. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. All right. I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, so let me, and, I, and I'll come back. One of the things, and, we, and I've, heard, I've heard both um, Trinity and Marcella say about the importance of some things. Your family's important. My family was important to me getting my degree. I, my husband, Michael, who's at home sick, and so, hey, I'm not where the camera is. <laughs> Hello. Um, my daughter, Janae, is sitting right there. And Jennifer is in Texas somewhere. She says she's on. Hi, Jennifer. They've always, they've always been a big part of that. When I said I wanted to go back to school, Michael said, okay. He didn't question it. He didn't say, well, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to. No, he didn't question it. He just he was there for me and supported me when I needed. I'm sitting up late nights. He waking up. You still up? Yes, I am. <laughs> there are times when I couldn't, things that didn't get done around the house, he would actually make sure some of those things got done. Now, you can't beat that. So your family is that big part. They're, they're going to help you support that truth. There is no getting around that. My girls. They don't even realize how much, and I said my girls, most, most of you, well, hopefully most of you know my girls, and I just call them that, Jennifer and Janae. One of the things, and I don't think they realize how much the reason I went back for that is because I wanted them to see that do as I do, not as I say. So if I'm saying that you're going to, you need to educate yourself to help, the rest of the, help others in the world, then you got to go back and educate yourself so you can help others in the world. So that's one of the biggest pieces that I felt like I needed to make sure that they knew that. And I hope that they do. <laughs> I hope that they do. 
The other thing, it, w- along with that for them, is that I also wanted them to see that lifelong learning, it's a great thing. Lifelong learning is a great thing. There is no reason why people can't go back and learn. I will tell you that for me, um, I am 51 years old, and <laughs> no, I'm going to own it. I'm 51 years old. I own it. <laughs> I am 51 years old, and I got my degree when I was 51. So, you have people that are, you can go back and get your degree when you're, you can go back and get it when you're 20. You can go back and get it when you're 25, 30. You can go back and get it when you're 55, 60, 70. It, it, it's done. That don't, don't let it stop you. The thing about what I wanted, and something I wanted to say is that we can call them late bloomers if you want to. One of the things that um, I wanted to say, Where's my, I want my, my notes. I wanted to kind of share when you say about late, late bloomers. One of the, um, Betty White. Betty White was uh, 51 when she was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Not saying that she didn't do things before, but that's when they, her name became big. So she, had been, she kept working until she got there. 51 years old when she first got a big break. Nelson Mandela became president of South Africa at 76, 76. No, but Toni Morrison, she uh, published her first novel when she was 40 years old. Think about that, 40. You know, there's this tradition, you feel like you gotta go to, go to, you go to high school, then you go to college, and then so by 22, you, you got your degree, 20, then 24, 25, you got your second degree, and, so what does that mean after that point? No, you can go back and do it at another time. The thing about this is that there, you're, it's never too late. On your, on your last breath, on your last, uh, you don't want it to be that way, don't give up. Don't let it be that, it's never too late to go back. Now, you can start today. And this is what, what else I'm going to say. Not that it's never too late, but it's also the fact that take your time. If you need to do one class, do one. Then when you finish that one, you go to the next one. You go to the next one. Sometimes we have this thing where we have to rush and get it all done at once. No. Sometimes the race is just a step at a time. And that's exactly what they do, a step at a time. All right. Something else I want is, is that um, education like, is not just a matter of getting a degree, although there's nothing wrong. Education is about knowing your truth and your gifts and using those gifts to help others in the world we live in. So if your truth is singing, sing. Learn more about it and find a way to sing to help somebody else. If your truth is teaching, teach. Go to school, learn how to do it, and help somebody learn. If your school, if your truth is dancing, if your truth is running, if you're exercising, if your truth is talking, designing, drawing, creating anything, learn about it. Figure out a way to help somebody else. 
Because the minute you help somebody else, they can help somebody else. And once they learn to help somebody else, they help somebody else. And at some point, it might even come on back to you. I'm, a, I'm also a firm believer in, in that you give what you get. You, you give it, you get it back. God does too. He believes in you give it, you get, he'll give it back to you. Lastly, one of the things I, w- I wanted to say is when we talked about the, uh, Matthew 5, 16, says, in the same way, let your light shine before, uh, before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father. The whole point of you doing this is your truth is God's truth and, and is to glorify him. That's what it's all about. God gave you and only you your divine assignment. He gave you and only you your gifts. He gave you and only you your unique vision. Use it. The world needs your gifts. The world needs what you have to offer. The world needs you to stay true to him and yourself. The war, to, be, to be frank, the world needs you. So that's my thought in education. Go back. Your truth is be true to yourself so that you can help others in the world. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Let us take a moment to pray. Gracious God, we thank you, Lord, for your words delivered through Marcelo and Trinity and Bessie. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of each speaker today and how they share directly from their hearts to our hearts, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord, that you will help us, Lord, to to finish the work that you have started in all of us. Lord, we know you love our worship. And Lord, we know, Lord, that we can live in truth with you. So gracious God, continue to bless us and keep us and allow us, Lord, to be all that you have, you desire us to be. And we thank you and we honor you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Let us all rise if you're able. Uh, Amari and, and uh, Jasmine are going to come lead us and um, Reckless Love, and as they're singing Reckless Love, the doors of the church are open. We baptized Andre this morning, and we don't want any person left out, amen? We want everyone to know God's love, and and our elders, our lay pastors will come around, myself, Pastor Antonio, if you just raise your hand, we'll come right over to you and pray. Breath, you reach 
Hello, everybody. We're going to have the Women's Association come up and our graduates come up. Oh, I'm sorry. Just the Women's Association. Uh-oh. Ella says she's not the only one. Okay. All of those who want to, raise your hand if you don't want to come up, but please come on up if you want. Women Association. Our president, Miss um, Diane Hall, is not here today, uh, but we're going to um, first give honor to God for this day for... For our graduates and, and the things that they have accomplished, and we're just so happy and so pleased uh, that our young people are, all of our people are uh, being, moving in the right direction, doing the things that God wants you to do. We just want to thank you for your efforts over the years, but more importantly, that you're following the will of God. So Amen. Very much that. So the Women's Association just has a small gift that we would like to share with you just to show you how much we appreciate what you're doing. It won't buy you the Cadillac that you're looking for. <laughs> and it won't send you off to Europe for a vacation or anything of that sort. But we just wanted to share a small token with you to show how much we really appreciate what you're doing in your life and that we are supporting you 100%. The Women's Association is always open to all of you to come at any time, any time you need, have a need. I'm talking as if we got millions of dollars, and we do. We have you. You're worth a million to us. All right. All right, so... We're going to have, uh, if you would come up, please, Nichelle Beach or someone for her. Marcella Chapman. Marcello Chapman. Great job, Marcello. Right over here. Here, here. I'll give him to you. Here, baby. I'm going to pass him your way. Darius Darman. Darius. Darius. That work. Okay, He's good. <laughs> Miss Bessie Smith. Just pass that this way. <laughs> Monisha Townsend. <laughs> Josiah Will Williams. Jaisha, I'm sorry. Jaisha. <laughs> Now that's how you come get some money. Right there. I give it to <laughs> Trinity Sullivan. Jayana Jessup. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll make who wants to make sure she gets that? Okay. Thank you. So congratulations to you all, every single one of you. No, you're a speaker. Thank you guys. Okay, now we're gonna honor our kids, our our youth. Um 
So I'm going to just say the group, and then you all come up here, and I'll say the names. So we're going to start off with the nursery. So all the kids who came to the nursery this past year, please come up here and get your award. I'm going to say their names so y'all know who it is. Uh, your youth church. You can go back. <laughs> um, so we have Kaylin um, Abner. Just don't read the names. Nursery kids. So that's anyone five and under, if you are five and under. Here comes Haley. <laughs> There's Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, we thank you for our nursery. Let's give them a hand. And we want to thank Miss Susan, our teacher. They're an order, Mom. Okay. She said not to call the names. Um, when nursery leaves, then youth church will come up. Naya is behind you. Oh, yeah. Let's give a round of applause for our nursery. <clears throat> Haley does have one. She's probably at the end. Okay, now we can have our youth church. Elijah, that's you now. <laughs> that's not you, Jamal. <laughs> so that's anybody in first grade to sixth grade. That's our youth church. So grades first grade to sixth grade. And we got a lot of, we have a couple of our kids graduating out of youth church this year. So anyone in grades first grade to sixth grade, you are considered, are you church? There's a lot of them, y'all. Can we give them a hand as they come up? All these kids. This year they've been learning a lot about the Bible and Jesus. And y'all got to turn and face the audience. So turn, put your back to me. <laughs> Jave, turn it your mom. If you guys, if you do not get a certificate, I promise you I will print you one before you leave today. Jave, I need you to turn around. Yeah. Oh. Let's give them a hand, a round of hand. I, I don't think he's king's here. No, some of the people are, names are done are not here. Okay, you guys can go ahead and go back. I'm going to call Life Connect, but I'm going to do you guys by your age group. So our first age group are our preschoolers. Our, our littles, our youngest ages, so that would be um, 
We'll give it to you at the end, Andre. That's um, Haley, Phoenix, and Elise. I need Haley, Phoenix, and Elise. There's Phoenix. They also get a, um, our youth church, anyone who participated in our Monday Life Connect, you get a, um, a medal. Yep. And it's in orders starting at the end. Where's Elise at? Oh, and that's Jason Jakiri. Phoenix, Phoenix, you got to come back and get a picture, my love. So wait, turn and face this way. Turn this way, Mama. Take a picture. She's okay. She can stand up. What's your... And now we'll have our kindergarten to third grade class. If you don't know who that is, that's um, James, Dallas, Jackson, Malik, um, Elijah, Dylan. I was, there's a name that I didn't say, Dylan. These kids, these kids, their favorite thing to do at the end of Bible study class is to play Guess That song or that um that uh, logo and they are really good at it they beat me every time every single time james turn around dallas turn around smile big smile <laughs> Yeah, let's give them a hand, boss. Okay, our next group is our fourth and fifth graders. That is Jave, Kiana, Kalila, and Jeremy Jr. I think it's supposed to say fourth through six. It says fifth on here, but I think it's supposed to say six. I'm sorry. I'm four through six. Oh, Naya, that's you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I knew I was forgetting a name. And JaVale. No, JaVale's not in this class. He's not in this one. I'm sorry. Let's give him a round of applause. Naya, get a ticket picture. And wait, you're in this, our next group, our next group is our high schoolers, so that's um, 7th grade to 12th grade. So that is Damari, Javelle, Jamal, Jaden, Terrence, Jasmine. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Damone. I didn't say Damone. Yeah, I didn't say Damone. I was forgetting somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, and Alyssa. Make sure y'all turn around and smile big for the camera. 
Smile big. <laughs> Pascal said all of them taller than her. She's trying to be his picture. <laughs> okay, they got to see. Well, actually, Jasmine, Amari, Jaden, Terrence, and Damone stand up because they're the youth church. They're the youth social media, the media team. So they might as well stay right here because they help with the media. And Avery, Avery's not here. She's out of town. <laughs> Jaden, oh. you guys get trophies. I look forward to say cheese. JaVel, you can have it. All right, our next group is our youth liturgical dancers. That's Jasmine Amari. Stay here. Naya, Trinity, and Jasia, and Jalen. And Jalen, I owe you a certificate, so don't leave without your certificate. We made oh yeah, we made him a certificate. Okay. I know Jalen's here. I saw him. I was like, there he is. I was like, I saw him. Yeah, I got <laughs> Y'all got to turn around to get your picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Our next group is our nursery workers. Y'all can have a seat. because And today we only have one nursery worker, and I'm going to give him a little bit of shout-out because I really appreciate all his help. JaVale, can you come back up here, please? Our other two are Alyssa and Avery, but they are not here today. But JaVale has helped me out so much this year, and I really just really appreciate him. So JaVale has to come back up. He might have gone out the gym altogether. <laughs> all right. So now, since JaVale didn't come up, we'll go on to our uh, Voices of Praise. This includes Jasmine, Elijah, Naya, JaVale, Javion, Amari, Layla, Dramir, Dallas, James, Jamal. <laughs> All the people who sing, sang in our choir this year. <laughs> MJ, can you come up here, please? Michael White Jr., can you come back up here, please? Michael. <laughs> there, I don't think there he is. James, look that way at Joy. Ooh. Oh, not yet. There's somebody else on the picture. So I just want to thank all of our youth for everything you guys have done for us this year, for the 2021-2022 year. And I expect to see y'all for the 2022-2023 year. I'm going to be calling all y'all back to come help me. All right. Now, Kalila. Praise God for all of our young people, for all of our young people that are involved they serve, they learn, and we just appreciate you all. Um, 
Kalila is going to come out, come up, and she's going to share some good news with us real quick. And then I'm going to give us the good news that she does not share. And then um, we'll be having that benediction. I apologize. We're running over just a little bit of time. Thank you again for your patience. I'm going to go, those of you that are in the search committee, the pastoral, the pastor search committee, Walter is asking if you will go ahead to the Zoom room right now so you can get started. Uh, Jessica uh, Zulo, I do have the computer and whatnot in there, so if you just turn it on, you can um, get the Zoom started, but everything is attached to the TV. Good morning. My name. Good afternoon. It's after. Okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Kalila, and the announcement for today is the community meal on Tuesday, June twenty eighth, at five p.m. The men's ministry nineteenth annual golf outing, Friday, July eighth, and the marriage sensation. Online Sundays at 5 p.m. Afterthought and the Neo Soul Band will open for the 70s group R&B group War Saturday, July 23rd at Severance Hall. Paint and Praise fundraiser for NLAC Help Save Our Roof. Men's Ministry meeting today after worship service in the Zoom room. Women's Association meeting today after worship service, free piano Wednesdays this summer at NLAC, adult Sunday school every Sunday at 9 a.m., um, youth Zoom classes on Mondays, Life Connect classes continue this week, Monday 6 p.m., second Tuesday 7.30 p.m., Tuesday 7.30 p.m. again. Wednesday, 7.30 p.m., and other Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Teachers are Reginald Woods, Janet Oregon, and Pat Townsend. Wednesday, 7 p.m., Pastor Toby, and I don't know how to say that, but moving on, moving on. Uh, that's it. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> it is not easy for our young people to lead worship, but they have done an outstanding job. We want to say thank you to the crew that helped uh, Whitney Bryant, Daisha Darman, Demetrius Darman, uh, Kalila Williams, Joy Williams, uh, Lori Williams. Uh, did I miss somebody? Demisha, Darman, Michael, Michael Bean, Kalila, Camila, I said her daughter, Camila Williams, Camille Camille Gully, not Sims, Camille Gully. So thank you all for helping. After service today, we do have hamburgers and hot dogs, chips, cookies, juice, all kind of stuff to eat out there, candy. We also have, we, the young people will have a glow party in the chapel. So 
anybody that's older than 18 that goes in that room, it is glow in the dark. So if you know you might trip or your eyesight is not that good, I am giving you fair warning. Don't go in the room talking about, I, I don't know why they had the lights off. You know you can't see, don't go in there. <laughs> it's all ready for the kids. It's going to be music. It's going to be loud. They are going to be running around in there. So we try to keep them contained, okay? If, if that's not your kind of party, stay in the fellowship hall, okay? <laughs> we do want to share the news today that... Um, uh, Frances Sai, our very own covenant partner, she had a massive stroke last week, and uh, she is currently going on hospice care. Um, so just pray for her. God is a miracle worker, a way maker, and uh, she can, like, communicate yes and no's with her eyes. She is f fully aware, but the stroke really damaged her spinal cord, and she has almost no movement at all. So she is on hospice care with Western Reserve. So pray for her and her family. Um, Brian Parker Sr. actually just got out of the hospital yesterday. So pray for Brian. And uh, somebody else was in the hospital. Sylvia, who was it? Is Sylvia still over there? <laughs> okay, oh, Sylvia went out. Um, so we will update you, but continue to pray for our families. We do want to Welcome home the Robs all the way from Germany. Pastor Mike is here and his wife, Katerina, and the children are here with us for the next couple of weeks. And so we'll be hearing from Mike soon. He'll be coming up and sharing some details about the ministry, the Antioch Partners, and what he's been doing over in Germany. But we do say welcome home. We do welcome all of you that we haven't seen in a while. It's a lot of new faces, praise God. So welcome back. We also are praising God, Sharon, uh, Sharon Grace Williams, praise God. We all know we've been praying for her. She was here last Sunday, but she is home out of the hospital after her surgery. She's doing well. She's recovering, and we thank God that you have made it through, Sharon. Thank you. Oh, we, I want to make sure to say thank you for everyone that came out to help with Claude Smith's homegoing celebration uh, this past Friday. That Stephanie truly appreciated your help and support. All right, are there any other announcements that I forgot? We do want to say ahead of time, if your child's name was misspelled or something was incorrect, y'all know we're going to make, make it good and we're going to correct it, okay? <laughs> we want to make sure to recognize every single young person and we know their names matter and spelling it matters. And so if you find an error, please let me know. We will correct it. A lot of the kids didn't come up, so we got a lot of certificates over here. Or oh, we weren't going fast enough. Your kid might have had a certificate, and we just didn't give it to them. So we still have a lot of stuff over here. You can come look and see if you see your kid's name. And if you don't see their name, let me know, and we'll, we'll rectify that situation. So let us rise. We have a person coming up to do the benediction. Jaden Hendricks, praise God, is coming up to do the bened benediction. Before Jaden does the benediction, I'm going to bless the food. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you again for this day and all that you have provided, Lord. We want to... Uh, honor you through our worship and our praise. We want to live in your truth, Lord Jesus. 
And so we thank you, Lord, for the food and the fellowship, Lord, that we are about to receive. We thank you, Lord, for the hands and the hearts that have provided the food today. We ask your blessing upon it to the nourishment of our bodies. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today. We're going to let the young people go through that line first, let them eat. And there are goodies in the uh, chapel for all the young people.